podcast devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us. Our passage for today is going to come from Psalm 140. Deliver me, O Lord, from evil men. Preserve me from violent men who plan evil things in their heart and stir up wars continually. They make their tongue sharp as a serpent's, and under their lips is the venom of asps. Guard me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from violent men who have planned to trip up my feet. The arrogant have hidden a trap for me, and with cords they have spread a net. Beside the way they have set snares for me. I say to the Lord, You are my God. Give ear to the voice of my pleas for mercy, O Lord. O Lord, my Lord, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Do not further their evil plot, or they will be exalted. As for the head of those who surround me, let the mischief of their lips overwhelm them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire, into miry pits, no more to rise. Let not the slanderer be established in the land. Let evil hunt down the violent man speedily. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will execute justice for the needy. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. Sometimes in life, we develop false or confused views of what the Christian life is supposed to be. And I think at various times, I've thought that Uh, The Christian who is walking with the Lord lets nothing affect him. He floats above the fray. He is zen. I think about Paul saying, For me to live as Christ, to die is gain. I have learned the secret to be content in every situation. And both of these things are true. But I think culture or my own biases led me to view the perfect Christian as the one who doesn't get his feelings hurt, doesn't get frustrated doesn't deal with negative emotions, but just kind of floats through life. Now, obviously, this is false. And thank goodness for the Word of God that paints a picture of a vibrant Christian life that has ups and downs, that deals with emotions. David was not this Zen Buddhist monk that just floated through life. He experienced high highs and low lows. He was joyous and celebratory. He was also in the depths of despair and angry. And in the book of Psalms, we see him dealing with all of these, but in a healthy way. He brings the things that he really feels to God and lets God inform him how he ought to live by his truth. Psalm 140 is an individual lament. This is David talking about his own experiences his frustrations dealing with those who betray him, who want his death, who want his ruin. And he brings all of his hurt and questions and frustration into the presence of God and holds up the truth of who God is against his circumstances. He says, God, grant me justice. Grant me victory over these evil men, these men who walk away from a life with God, walk away from the truth, who reject that and want to cause others harm. And we see both David's trust in God and reliance in God and his provision and his protection, but also his prayers for justice against evildoers. 
He shows his trust in verse 6. I say to the Lord, you are my God. Give ear to the voice of my pleas for mercy. He know where his strength comes from. And he also calls for God to follow through on his own word. God's word has things to say about what will ultimately befall those who turn away from God. Verses 9 through 11, as for the head of those who surround me, let the mischief of their lips overwhelm them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire. David longs to see justice done now in the lives of those who are harming him and who are walking away from the Lord. So we too will experience frustration at those in our lives. And we are called to show grace and love and mercy. And it is right that we should pray for the salvation of those who do not know the Lord and who live accordingly. But it is also right that we should have a heart for justice like God does and would pray for God to have his just way in the lives of those who have turned away from him. And finally, we see the trust of David in verses 12 and 13. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will execute justice for the needy. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. However we may be feeling, we can bring those to God. We can be honest with God about what we want Him to do. We don't need to pray for things differently than we want, as long as we pray for them in God's presence and in light of His revelation. And we must come back to trust. This is faith. This is believing in God, is saying, I believe that what you say will happen will happen. And I'm trusting in you in spite of whatever my current circumstances may be. So we too, when we face injustice, when we face frustration, when we face hurt and disappointment, can bring our questions, can bring our very real experiences and emotions into the presence of God and allow Him through His Word to show us what a real and robust life of faith looks like. Not a stoic, perfect Christian, which doesn't actually live in the real world, but one who, like David, is a man or a woman after God's own heart, who deals with all of this in the presence of God, seeking His face, seeking His truth, seeking His justice. This is what we are called to. God, we thank you for your word, and that it reminds us what a real three-dimensional Christian life looks like. God, we are going to experience hurts and frustrations and injustice, God, and we should bring these to you and to work them out in your presence, Lord. You invite us into your presence. God, you are our rock. You are our strong tower. You are the one who brings us peace that surpasses understanding. Um, but we must, we must bring everything that we truly experience and feel to you so that we can walk this life of faith together with you. It is the only way. And we thank you that we are not called uh, to be perfect Zen Buddhist super Christians. Um, we are called to be who you made us to be. And that's going to be a process in this life. Uh, Give us the trust in you to walk it through with your power inside us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.